For my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, me, the tree, rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 418 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. Ooh, buddy. What a week. What yeah. a week it has been. We've got an episode of Ahsoka to talk about. Unfortunately, we are nearing the end of Star Wars season for this year, probably, to be completely honest. <coughs> I, I don't know how, I mean, we might get some news and stuff, but I think that's it for new Star Wars content. You know, streaming. There's going to be books and comics. There's always books and comics. Is that the finale of the season? No, no. We got one more episode next year. One more? Next, okay. Next week. Next year. Next week. And that's yep. the finale. And that's the finale. So, um, before we jump into all that... Guys, come on now. You know what you do. You, you know what? No, actually. What if this is somebody's first episode? Why they would start with this one? Who knows? But everybody's got their reasons. So what you, you guys should do is go to blueharvest.rocks or myweirdfoot.com for all your Blue Harvest needs. Links to all their social medias. You know, Twitter, Twitch, where I stream a whole bunch. Instagram, all that stuff. And a link to our Patreon, where if you really enjoy the show, you can support us for as little as $3 a month and get access to a ton of Patreon bonus shows. I mean, just all kinds of them. Immediate reactions to Ahsoka. I've got three episodes in the can waiting to be released um, of uh, one of our other bonus shows that we can't release until the uh, actor strike is over, but you know, it seems like we might be moving closer to that, so shouldn't be too long. Seems like it. Um, and all kinds as of, of this recording, the writer strike has ended. Yes, the writer strike. I think today was a the first official day that they could go back to like you know writers could resume writing. I believe is what I was reading. Um, so it was the second longest writer strike in the history of the Writers Guild, apparently. 
<laughs> so I read it, that studios are prioritizing what projects they want to get done first. You know, yeah. I mean, that's kind of a no brain. Of course, they're gonna. But yeah, they've got. I imagine they got some stuff to catch up on. Um, and it's interesting, you know, something like the One Piece live action show. Apparently, they had the second season already written before the strike. Which, oh, that's lucky. Yeah, that's lucky for them. And then I guess, you know, old Johnny Fabs was saying he had was working on writing season four of Mando at Celebration this year, I think is when he said that. So I feel like, um, you know, the Star Wars stuff is probably back up and running if there's going to be a second season of Ahsoka or whatever, you know, they'll start writing all that. Maybe some of these movies Right, this Lando movie with Donald Glover and his brother, Donald Glover yes. and his brother. Anyways, that would be awesome. Um, Patreon.com/slash Blue Harvest Podcast. Big shout out to all our patrons. You guys are the best. We love you guys. Um, so before we jump into Ahsoka this week, buddy, because I don't. Well, there is one weird thing going on, but we'll talk about that. Unrelated to Ahsoka, but Star Wars related. Um, we'll talk about that in a second. But um, there was some real silly goose behavior going on in, in the group chats last night. Oh, really? Yeah, man. So, um, you know old Sean, right? Our old buddy yeah. Sean. Sean Hoffman, one of the best uh -huh. mods in the game. Yeah. He sent me this thing last night, and I didn't know what it was, right? I was like, what is this that he has sent to me? Um, and it, it said it was a reality file, type of file I've never received on my phone. So uh -huh. I click it. I figure Sean's a good guy. I can trust him. And what it does is it does an augmented reality thing. It, it turns on your, your front-facing camera, and right. it puts a big black dildo on your nose <laughs> and immediately bro i was in I, I started sending it to anybody i knew well that would find it funny that you know has an iphone i didn't send it to like my mom you know i don't know the old right she might she might have thought that house what is this you put on my face uh and the reaction some people have when i sent it would be like um did you just try to send me a virus no i didn't just click on it. Just well, I was about to say, I have, a, I have a story similar to that one from a buddy of mine. You know? uh -oh. I was like, oh, I trust you. I'm sure this will be fine. A reality file? Never seen that. Yep. Ain't and then know. I opened that bad boy. And then right there on my nose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was impressive. I, I At first, I was like, this must be modeled from Hawes. No, oh, this must be 3D silly. modeled from Stop it, the man Will. himself. That is that is fucking silly goose behavior. We can't. I, it looked familiar. I was all, I mean, well, we can't, buddy. You know that. I, I, I... Anyways, I'm just I guess Sean, you know, fucking took a break from jamming slow ride in his bedroom with the door rock, locked to uh, send that out and cause just a wave of delight. In my friend's group. I mean, and then I got everybody to start taking screenshots of them with the dick nose and we're sending yeah. those back and forth. It was just a good old time. Oh shit. Sean! Sean! Turn it down! Sean! 
great. Well, we won't do the whole slow ride bit. Oh, I thought we were in for the whole thing. No, nah, man. Th- this if this person... is your first episode, congratulations. Yeah. Buckle up. Buddy. It's going to be a wild one. This version of slow ride that I just pulled up is eight minutes long. <laughs> I didn't realize slow ride was so long, bro. Fog hat, right? So mm-hmm. long jams. I guess so. Good on them. I appreciate it. You know I appreciate that. It um, is fog hat, right? It is fog hat. You're correct. Um, so, buddy, how's your week been? It's been challenging, but good. I gotcha. It's been productive. I gotcha. Just getting some stuff done, some dad stuff. Some dad stuff, some house home reorganization stuff, mm. some health stuff. Okay. You know, some kids' birthday. Oh, yeah. Stuff. Liam had his birthday. Yeah. Man, y'all did it up with the Mario thing. Dude, my wife goes above and beyond. She goes like hard when it comes to birthdays, she does it big. In a in like it's impressive. Mm-hmm. If you saw it, you would you would be blown away. This shit ain't nothing to me, man. That's what you're precisely. Is, what she says exactly, buddy. Exactly. I was talking to. It's really interesting to me that Liam, my nephew Jackson, and Harry Steele's son were all born around the same time of the year one year apart from each other right so yeah, it goes, very interesting it goes liam jackson harry in that order uh-huh. and tomorrow is harrison's birthday and i was talking to Steele today he was um he was out you know grabbing some stuff for his birthday party and, and harry's having a ninja turtles themed birthday party and Steele has a dude like a ninja turtle is coming to the party Oh, wow. Yeah, man. I was like, ooh. That's impressive. I know who who will appreciate this detail, and that was Will, because I saw that Super Mario party. Absolutely. How'd it go? Did Liam have a good time? Oh, Liam had a blast. Good. Having all his friends there, getting the gifts. He was just so sweet and appreciative. Good. And kind, and it was just, he was, you could tell, he was having the time of his life, and everyone else had a good time. Two cakes and cupcakes and cookies, way too much sugar. All the parents were like, damn, yo. Yeah, they were like, really? Like, really, come, guys? Come, feast, treat feast. yourself. And then hop on some trampolines and some jumpies <laughs> and vomit well, on the way home. <laughs> well, we did the jumpies first. Uh-huh. They do the jumpies first. Mm-hmm. Then you do the cake shebang. I gotcha, I gotcha. And then you could go. You can go out in the arcade or some kids got to go home and do other stuff. They can't stay as long, but... Right on. Well, that sounds like a good idea. Good time. Yeah. Man, kids' birthday party. Sometimes, I haven't been to one. I guess the last one was Jackson's a couple years ago because I worked on his last two. Yeah. Um, But, man, kids' birthday parties can be intense. They can be. You know what? I mean, Jackson's birthday parties are never, like, intense, but there's so many people there. Yeah. That's, like, the... Yeah, the getting to meet so many people and talk to so many people, mm-hmm. and Goose always and Goose and Amanda they do the big fun water slide. Yeah, so the kids love it. They have yeah. a blast. They go up and down that water slide a thousand times, dude. It's funny when you're pulling when oh. you're pulling up to Jackson's birthday, you can see this giant ass inflatable water slide yep. from like miles away. 
Oh, and the other okay, so the kids going down the slide, their kids running around, there are kids riding around in souped up power wheels. Yep. And then there's goose riding kids around in like the gator. Like yeah, the side like, by side bro, four by four. It's like it a is full like on the funnest carnival. place. Yeah. yeah, it is. It really is. It's really cool. They really do Jackson's birthday big time and it's really fun. Yeah, man. Um, so buddy, we have the penultimate episode of ahsoka behind us what'd you think of this week's episode i thought it was good it was crazy um a lot of ground covered yeah yeah it was kind of more information i want to watch it a second time I, Mm -hmm. i i pretty much just got done with it you know shortly before we recorded but it was it was good and the direction it went was where it needed to go because I bet something big is going to happen. You yeah. know, like, obviously something. You know, the season finale is going to be yeah, probably epic. You know, something. I don't know who's going to make it through, but somebody. Yeah. Man, I, um, you know, obviously we'll hit two of the the sort of standout moments because there were two pretty big moments kind of back to back at the beginning of the episode which I did think it was interesting they were like let's get the appearances out of the way and then you know we'll focus on the story not that the two appearances didn't you know advance or have any effect on the story but you know I'll be honest with you buddy I was completely surprised by C-3PO showing up like so was i but loved it as soon as i heard him i was like yes yes 3po yes dude they did like they've done a really good job so it's one thing right in the mandalorian like you're watching the first first season and the first seven episodes of mandalorian season two right yeah and the whole time you go oh shit luke han and leia and lando and Nia Nub and Akbar and Mon Mothma, all those motherfuckers are out there up to adventures right now. They're doing something. And it's one thing, you know, to bring in Luke and and everything um, that's very forward-facing, very, like, in-your-face. And, you know, I like Luke's two appearances so far. Like, I like the way they've handled Luke in The Mandalorian, even though it does kind of bum me out that it seems like he's sort of dead set on sort of a prequel mindset for the Jedi discussion for another time. Obviously, you know, I kind of talked about it last week. I I've just been expecting them to do DH Tan solo like they did Luke at some point and even kind of expected it to happen in Boba Fett in book of Boba Fett, but it didn't. Um, and you know, this, this show, a couple weeks back, we got the mention of Senator Organa, which I was like, that's nice. Like, I like, you know, bringing her into the story in an off-screen type of way. But the way, and, and they really went further with it this week with having her send C-3PO um, yeah. to get Hera out of trouble. And like, you know, I talked to to King Tom about it too, and I agreed on paper. If you told me that's what would happen, you might have gotten like a yeesh out of me. Yeah. But in execution, I thought 
thought it was pretty fucking well done, <clears throat> to be honest. Um, yeah. You know, I like seeing C-3PO show up. I know he was there briefly in Kenobi in that one scene on Alderaan, but right. I do like seeing C-3PO show up. I did think it's funny that he did oh i guess they're separated actually i was about to say i think it's funny that he didn't have r2 with him but r2's off with luke i didn't consider that before here i was thinking it was some sort of contract thing with anthony daniels where he was like listen i'll come back and do c3po but i don't want r2 in the scene it's my time to shine <laughs> shiny gold right golden boy and then you guys can meet me in the basement for a 30 dollar autograph um Ooh. That's what he was doing at Celebration in 2019. He had a special room that had a sign on it that said, Anthony Daniels meet and greet, $50 a person, cash only. Like, he wasn't in the normal celebrity area. He had oh his own. Oh, my goodness. Um, now, bro, they are just, they're really driving home Kaz's dad being such a dick. Yeah, I guess they want you to feel, like, not sad about his death because he died. <laughs> well, does he? I thought he got off a of Hosnian Prime. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I was look. making the assumption that he got iced. I can't remember. It's been Hamato Ziono. What happened to him? Let's see. Uh, during the latter years of the New Republic, thanks Wikipedia, uh, during the latter years of the New Republic character, Senator Ziono facilitated his son entry into a New Republic Defense Force Academy, which in turn led to Kazuda's service in the New Republic Defense Fleet's Starfighter Corps. When the First Order destroyed Hosnian Prime in 34 after, uh, after Battle of Yavin, Yamada, Hamato, Kazuda's mother, and the rest of her family survived as they had been off-planet during the Cataclysm. Following the loss of the New Republic Senate, Senator Ziono contacted his son, warning him of the danger his acti activity as a resistant spy had placed his family in. So, yeah, I guess he does not die. Oh, I guess At least so. there. I mean, you know, eventually I'm sure it happens. Um, so, interesting. Um, yeah, man. They are just, it's real on the nose how much of a dick he is. And I get it, right? Um, but also, um, you know, maybe pull it back a little bit. Well, maybe they're building a potential villain for the 10th Star Wars movie. Maybe Ziono's a villain. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oof. Let's, let's, maybe, let's maybe rethink that. If, if you got, if the writers are out there working on that, that Ray movie, maybe we reconsider even having Hamada, Hamado Ziono. And Kaz, you could bring him in. But let's just say, you know what? He was old and cranky and a dick bag and he died in his sleep. Bing, bang, boom. And Kaz is like, man, I feel a lot better since my dad died in his sleep. Boom. <laughs> I just wrote it for you guys. Boom. We're there. Um, the other thing, the Senate hearing scene, I don't know if it was the set or the lighting, or something about it made it look a little cheap. Huh. I don't know what it is. It looked a little bit like Judge Judy-ish or something. <laughs> like reality court TV. But I thought it was interesting that you could see Hera's ears. Her little ear combs. Right, right. Because um, she's usually got those covered. 
or has so far. By the way, I'm pretty sure, I don't know this for certain. I'm pretty sure the um, Mon Cal that was there, I'm pretty sure that was Akbar. Really? I think it might have been Akbar. I haven't seen anybody confirm nor deny, so until I hear otherwise, that motherfucker was Akbar. Um, okay. Now, <clears throat> um, the next one, right? Obviously, we get our second Dosa Hayden as Anakin. Loved it. Thought it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. At first, I was like, what is going on? But then when she was like, oh, he left these recordings for me, I was like, oh, he would have. Yep. You know? Well, she watches. There's another um, training video like that that she watches in Rebels and shows to Ezra. Like, right uh, okay. in season two, you know, sort of in the lead up to her confrontation with Vader. Right. Um, and then I didn't even think about it. Because an important thing that we also got out of that Senate scene is we know when this show takes place in the whole Mando timeline. It's after Mando season three. Right. Because they mentioned the conflict on Mandalore. Right? That's right. Uh-huh. So, and Moff Gideon specifically. Yeah. So we know it's after Mando season three. And we know Ahsoka and Luke have, have hung out at least once, Right. She yes. had to show him those home videos of his dad, right? She's like, hey, you want to come hang out on my cool sp spaceship with Hu Yang and watch some home videos of her dad? She may have offered and he may have declined. Hmm. I got to feel like Luke would want to see that, would want to see I Anakin. would think so, but it all depends on what their – I don't know what their connection is like in the Force. What is the connection like Luke and Anakin? Yeah. We Does Anakin appear to Luke? Does he? Do they talk? You know. I mean, it's tough. Kind of to doesn't seem like it. it do, you know. But I don't. You don't know. There's so much time. Who would? Who can say? After the end of Return of the Jedi, I kind of figured like Luke would be talking to those three g ghastly motherfuckers all the time, right? But but I guess potentially if he if they're not needed, right? Then Luke is just. Or you maybe know, free they, to forge his own way. Yeah, or they just want to let him do it his own way, right? Like right. They don't want to end. That's the whole point. And the, then, I mean, obviously they don't say it right in the Last Jedi when Force Ghost Yoda shows up, but you know, he's like, "It's been a long time since I've seen you, Luke." He doesn't say it's been since the battle of, after the Battle of Endor. Yeah, but it's been a while. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, and sad that Luke's closed himself off to that for so long. Yeah. But powerful. You know, I can understand why. Uh, I'm just curious. I'm curious to, to know what the relationship between Luke and Anakin is. So, you know, I think now that we're at the finale, you know, next week, obviously, I feel like we're kind of in the clear for any big cameo surprise appearances, right? Like we, Anakin, 3PO, you know, all that stuff. I, I just don't see how they could work another one in. Um, but if there is another season of Ahsoka before the, the Dave Filoni movie, I, I mean, at some point Luke shows back up in this story, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He absolutely will. So he doesn't have to, but he's but, going to, I mean, 
why wouldn't she? It, he is a Jedi, a source of Jedi help in the galaxy. Like, yeah, yeah. If she comes across something that she needs another opinion on Jedi wise, mm-hmm. one would think she would seek his counsel. So, um, you know, we got the tiniest little bit of him at the end of the last episode. What'd you think about now that we got a full look at Ezra and, and what he's all about? What'd you think about it? This, this, week? I'm really amazed by his style of combat, but really impressed because that is probably the most Jedi a Jedi can be. I don't need the force. I don't need a weapon. The force is my ally. That's a Master Yoda shit. Okay. <laughs> like Obi-Wan Kenobi was still using a lightsaber like a motherfucker. When he had to, he was a general in the clone armies. But he still did that shit. And that was one of the cool things about Kenobi was he did a lot of that stuff without the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Right? He did the he did the mind tricks. He did the stuff that was powerful without Having to draw a blade. Well, yeah, and, and you're I also like talking that. about him in an, an era when you whip out a lightsaber and you immediately become, you know, person of interest number one. Exactly. On whatever planet you're on. Um, you know, I like that they made, I don't know the white, I, I've still been trying to come up with the, a way to describe it, but they made Ezra like a little goofy, a little unhinged. You he know, has like, not been around other people in yeah, a long he's time. he's been hanging out with them fucking hermit crab dudes talking about whoopa whoopa and shit, you know? And I don't know about unhinged, but like wholesome. Yeah. Kind, I don't want to say naive, but like doe-eyed. Very like on all this brand man, for Ezra. All this man has had has been his connection to the Force and hermit crab people. Mm-hmm. Speaking like, of which... Uh, Hermit Crab update, buddy. How's that Hermit Crab doing? Still doing well. Hanging in there. Hey, man. I think you might be about to get a Guinness Book World Record for longest surviving fucking Hermit Crab bought at Gulf Shores. I don't know, man. Maybe. I'm the only one that waters that thing. It wouldn't be alive if it weren't for me. But that doesn't matter. It's still kicking. You better get the Guinness out there. We're going to get you in the book. Sally, the, the cute She face. said they can live for years. I'm sure someone out there has got a Hermit Crab. Bigger and bigger and live longer than mine. The ones again, the ones they had in the store, they had some that were ginormous, and I was wondering if that crab would get that big. I don't know over time if it would. I don't know if they have to start that big. There's certain breed that are that big, but damn, like baseball size. Well, you better get him. I mean, it might, it might grow depending on the shell it has as a house. You know. Yeah, yeah. The shell we bought was definitely an upgrade from the one it had it abandoned that after a couple days it was like oof. so i wonder i'm moving on up he did um yeah i liked the ezra stuff i I, i'll be honest i kept wait like before he had the the chat with sabine where he's like no i gave it to you it's yours now you hold on to it you've been training i was waiting for him to whip out a lightsaber i do feel like you know obviously if ezra makes it back to the the familiar star wars galaxy in the finale i have a feeling that boy is going to end up getting a new lightsaber at some point of course he's going to make one himself i feel like ezra is so wise at the moment like he probably has been more in touch with the force maybe even than ahsoka like ahsoka is clouded by all her other shit and ezra's got nothing but time 
you know, nothing but time and solitude. Like Ezra seems super wise at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guarantee he, like you said, he, he will definitely need a new lightsaber. Um, what I don't like is that he keeps talking about going home. I don't like that. Well, the man wants to go home. Because it makes home. me feel blame. like. I don't blame him. The man well, wants to go home. It makes me feel like he won't make it, right? Oh, like, I think he's going. I well. don't like that, you know. I do. Uh, so I think if you want my honest opinion, I think everyone except maybe Balin are making it back to the regular Star Wars galaxy at the end of this season, right? Really? Um, yeah, so obviously, you know, Balin is a tricky situation given what happened to the actor, you know. Um, and him going off on his own, like, you know, they could just sort of leave his fate nebulous at the end of this season. Um, depending on he could what, be the only one that he's left behind. He could be. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think everybody else might make it back. Now, I mean, I, for sure, Thrawn and the bad guys make it back, right? I don't think they keep that from happening. And who else might make it back is the question to me. Um, and I think Ezra will. Now, I don't think, I don't necessarily think we're going to get to see him reunite with Hera and Chopper and meet Jason and stuff this season because I think the season will end, you know, with them heading back. Right. But that's somewhere in the future. Um, um Oh, I it, it, so I mean that means Ezra will be another Jedi pimping around in the galaxy. It definitely changes things, right? Like people to hang out with. It is a big you have to figure, like, even more than post-Order 66, an extra Jedi in the galaxy, right? At the same time as Luke, post-Return of the Jedi is a big deal. Yeah. Um, so, you know, eventually... Because I don't know about you, buddy. I feel like Ahsoka's offer to Shin, where she's like, I can help you. I think that's opening the door to Shin. Maybe become I love that too. That's mm-hmm. very Star Wars. Yeah. And very wise of Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. You see how powerful and wise Ahsoka is in this episode. And that's something you got to see a lot. I remember from her appearance in Rebels. Mm-hmm. She was super wise and powerful. Yeah, uh, and, and I like the like I like the Ahsoka over the Anakin shit that we're getting. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the Ahsoka yeah. that's resolved all that Anakin stuff. I like that too. Yep. Um, the scene where Balin and Shin are watching down, like watching the caravan and he's about to send her down there when he's like, go kill Ezra or go kill Bridger and Sabine Wren and report back to Thrawn and take your place in his empire. My path is on a different, I'm on a different path. And he's like, and just remember the rush to victory can sometimes ensure defeat or some shit. I can't remember what it was. Something real wise. Yeah. Um, his fight with Ahsoka was cool, I thought. And where he was, by the way, Balin, where he's like, you can't defeat me, bro. You're wrong about that. Yeah. You are she, 100% wrong about that. Yeah. He doesn't realize that she defeat Darth Vader already. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot this man doesn't realize. He needs to be careful talking that shit. Who, yeah, yeah is going to come through and drop a payload on his ass. Yeah, right. Um, 
I wish, I wish we knew what the cargo was. Like I kind I of. I think it's obvious. I think it is I mean, too, it's but bodies, I think. But I don't know who's or what. I think they. I think it's Night Sisters. It makes sense, because this seems like maybe the planet they came from, or a planet they originally came from, but. They keep talking about this cargo, and as of right now, we know it's a threat, but we don't know it's a threat. You know what I mean? Like, we know, well, whatever that is, it can't be good, but we don't have any reason to really worry. It may be another villainous threat. I mean, that could be long-term. This may be an effort to seed the Star Wars galaxy with some sort of villainous threat that has to be extinguished all over the galaxy because it's popped up from these seeds. I mean, I think it is. I think it's ultimately all setting up to the movie, right? Like, okay. I think these are all seeds that, that converge in this movie that they're doing. That's the big crossover, you know, movie related to all the Mando stuff. Okay, so what Dathomiri in the Star Wars universe is dangerous? Like the witches of Dathomir, like they still exist in the Star Wars galaxy currently, right? No. No? No, because when you go to Dathomir in um, Jedi Fallen Order, they are dead. They're The okay. ones that are there are reanimated corpses. Okay. Um, so after Savage Opress, they go extinct. Oh, I mean, it's it's well, I think it's it's quite a bit after that. Like it's... Okay. I, you don't even really see it in Clone Wars or Rebels. Um, oh, you know what? There's also... I can't remember if it's Dothamir that they go to. There's an episode in Rebels with some of the Darth Maul stuff where uh, Sabine and Kanan get possessed by Sister spirits. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, they're, they're not around anymore. Uh, especially in sort of the numbers you see them in. Clone Wars, obviously, there's Marin from the Jedi Fallen Order games. Yeah. Um, that is a former Night Sister. Um, then we got these three ladies on in Perneum or whatever. And um Morgan Elsbeth, I guess. <clears throat> so it might just be an army. It might just be an army of undead, reanimated Night Sisters, I guess. But I kind of want to know. I really want to know. I hope they, I don't necessarily need them to 100% explain it right in next episode, but at least drop some hints so we can do a little cock of duty speculating, you know? What if it's the, what if it's the use in Vong? I'm out. <laughs> what if all those are use in Vong caskets that they're oh going to reanimate? God, I'm out. <laughs> out and they start flying around in asteroid spaceships drop a moon on chewy but he survives obviously because you know he's got to be there for force awakens you know that's <laughs> another i mean once again i think i think by this point chewy's back living on kashik with his family it's one of so so he leaves his family a second time to go off with, Luke, with han yeah, I think he and Han get the band back together after the Ben shit goes down. I see. But Chewie does go to Kashyyyk, returns to Kashyyyk. Um, 
probably wrong about that. One of our book reading friends will let us know. One of our literate friends. Um, so, buddy, we like maybe more than the last couple of episodes, we have got some voicemails and emails this week. People got some cock a duty speculating to get in before the finale, I guess. So, why don't we do that? Why don't we hear some for, for some friends and continue the um, conversation that way, okay? Okay. All right. The only Jedi master who can crash box Running around slaying bitches with his cockhead. He's a big Surian stud. He loves to split chicks with his hud. Cockhead! To stroke his cone and suck on his balls. Cockhead! What you gonna do when he comes on you now? He's a Jedi Council stooge, but he'll be pumping spooge tomorrow. Cockhead! Lou Herb! Cockhead! Hansberger! Cockhead! Will Witt! Cockhead! Goose Paint! Cockhead! G-Money! Cockhead! King Tom! Cockhead! Joe! Cockhead! K&D! Cockhead! Cockhead! You know, Hawes, I was thinking about the scene in the Jindy Tarakovsky animated uh-huh. uh, series mm-hmm. where Grievous shows up for the first time, uh-huh. and it's the most scary, powerful version of General Grievous that existed. And he fought Kiadi Mundi and Shakti, and it was a time where Kiadi Mundi was actually really cool in that scene. Like he's kind of a Debbie Downer in the rest of Star Wars, but. <laughs> In that scene, Kiedi Mundi kicked ass and like pretty much was the reason the rest of the Jedi made it out alive. Um, because... Bro, do you want to hear something funny? Oh, yeah. You know that episode? There was um, somebody we both know who was perhaps one of the worst roommates of all time. Yeah. Who used that scene as evidence that there's no way that Ahsoka survived the Clone Wars because there's a a Togruta in that scene that he was convinced was Ahsoka, even though they don't have the same outfit. You know, there's nothing to even mention that it's that's who it is. But he's like, no, nah, man, he dies in the Clone Wars, Gindy Tarakoski show, man. Oh, um, no way. And I was like, yeah, they don't consider that canon. Don't fuck with me on shit like this, kid. <laughs> you're I'll in have, over your head, I'll kid. I have you screaming in my face and shit and talking about how you're going to beat my ass. All right. All right. All right. Um, so I have a little bit of, I forgot to bring this up. I have a little bit of um, special insider information. Now, I wouldn't bring this up if it was about the last episode of Ahsoka. We're less than a week away. I wouldn't spoil anything about that. But it is an important event, okay? So I'm going to play this. And I want you to tell me what you think of it. This is something very important, okay, Will? All right. Hey, this is Amelia. And Sarah. Today is a very special day. It's your birthday. Happy birthday! 
You are a loving dad and husband and just a wonderful person. We are so grateful to have you in our lives. Zum Geburtstag viel Glück, zum Geburtstag viel Glück, zum Geburtstag lieber Papa, zum Geburtstag viel Glück, zum Geburtstag viel Glück. <lacht> Tschüss. Bye bye. It was our buddy Florian's birthday a couple of days ago, Will, and his lovely oh wife and daughter goodness. sent in a voicemail for him. Happy birthday, Florian. That yeah, was buddy. amazing. Yeah, man. You've got a wonderful family. Yeah, man. I was uh, his his wife emailed the show a couple weeks back and was like, "Hey, is it cool if I send in a voicemail for Florian's birthday?" And I was like, uh, uh, "Absolutely, yes." Are you kidding me? Absolutely, absolutely. So, happy birthday, Florian. I hope it was awesome, buddy. So, next up, how do you follow up something as delightful as that? With I was about to say that's so wholesome. I know. How do you follow it up with the fucking king of all toms? That's who, baby. Uh, wholesome Yay! to the second degree. Gulping sea monkeys by the gallon. My tummy feel crazy. We had to do a little course correction and get back onto the normal Blue Harvest vibe. Here's King Tom. Hey there, Haas and Will. I'm really wishing at this point that we had a lot more ahsoka left than just one episode because i am really enjoying pretty much everything about this show yeah um i got a bit of a weird question for you guys because that's what i do i've been thinking about uh ahsoka training sabine and you're going back to the the first and second episodes uh you know hera was the one who suggested that ahsoka take on sabine hera suggested sabine go to ahsoka i'm trying to think of why and I think maybe, do you think it's possible that Hera had an alter, ulterior motive? Because, yes, Ahsoka's there, willing to train people. But there's also that Luke Skywalker guy. And, you know, people who know, know he, he's creating a Jedi Academy. And Hera happens to have a, a son who probably, and, you know, at the time, first and second episode, probably, but, you know, as we saw a few episodes ago, definitely has some Force powers and might need Jedi training at some point in his life. So do you think that, that Hera, the real reason Hera sent Sabine to go train with Ahsoka was to see how Ahsoka did? And that way she could say, well, okay, I'll send my son to Ahsoka because Sabine did, or, or Hera, uh, because Ahsoka did a good job with Sabine, or... If if Ahsoka didn't do a good job, she's like, you know what? I'm gonna send, I'm gonna send Jason to that Luke Skywalker guy instead. What do you guys think? Just something well, I'm thinking about. Anyway, thanks for the great podcast. I'll talk to you guys later. For the sake of Jason Sindula, let's maybe hope she didn't send him to that Luke Skywalker guy. Um, so, <clears throat> okay, I could see that being the reason, right? I mean. My question as related to King Tom's question is, I don't know how out in the open, even in the Republic, it is that that's what Luke is out there doing, is starting a, a Jedi training academy. I don't know that he would go, you know, into the fucking, into a, a meeting with the defense fleet or something, be like, hey guys, I'm uh, resigning as a general, thanks, uh, you know, blew up the Death Star, fucking, uh, you know, help defeat Darth Vader and Emperor, I'm going to retire and go start a Jedi training camp. I don't know that that's really how it went. I think he kind of just went and did it, right? Now, yeah. obviously, Hera 
knows uh, Leia fairly well. We can infer that from this episode. So, you know, she might have mentioned it to her. She might have been like, hey, you know, if Jason starts developing Jedi powers, uh, I know the guy you need to send him to. My question is, okay, Ahsoka, Sabine, Ezra, and Shin, okay? Let's assume all four of those people make it back to, you know, the known Star Wars galaxy at the end of this series. That's four force wielders, one baby force wielder in Sabine, although... I think her communicating with Ahsoka and being able to link up with Ahsoka is a sign that, you know, she has broken the ice. Yeah, I think I think we might actually see her do some force shit next episode. Um, Four force users now back in play. That leaves four people that if they were alive during the sequel trilogy. It's very fucking weird that they never showed up. Right? What if they're on the ghost in the final? I mean, I guess that could be. I guess that could be. They show up in the final battle. Yeah, I think Ahsoka's dead. And they just off screen. Like, I mean, I guess I guess that could be the explanation, but it seems to me like we're setting up again for another Ahsoka in the Clone Wars and oh, well, she clearly has to die before episode three, right? Situation. I and, think we've established that that is not what we're going to be doing here. Yeah, I think Dave Filoni is not interested in killing. You, you're going to take Ahsoka mm-hmm. out of his cold, dead hands. You know what I mean? I, say, I don't think. I think all. I think all these going to be old Yoda types. I don't know about that, but what I do kind of wonder is. Honestly, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, like, I think, I still think it's kind of goofy of Dave Filoni to be like, well, just because you hear uh, Ahsoka's voice in that la- in that scene in Rise of Skywalker doesn't mean she's dead. And I'm like, buddy, every single other one of those motherfuckers was dead. It's okay if she dies before Rise of Skywalker, right? It is okay. You're talking... Like, so another 30 plus years after Return of the Jedi, it's okay, Dave. But what I kind of wonder, are they potentially, like, is Ezra, Jason, Ahsoka, any, you know, all these potential new Jedi force wielders, are they going to head off to that Perneum galaxy? At the oh, end wow. of all this, are they going to establish a Jedi Order over there? I don't know. I, d- I have started to Crazy. wonder if that's where they disappear off to as to not be around for the sequel trilogy, you know? Yeah. It's an interesting interesting way you could play it. Yep. We'll see. I mean, we'll know eventually. may take a little while, but we'll know eventually. Um Obviously, I don't think it's a great idea for any of them to go train with Luke just because we know what happens to his school. Now, I guess they could. 
I wish I, I mean, knew. how many years of successful Jedi training happened before buddy? That's you kind of slaughters them. You kind of took the words out of my mouth. Like I well, guess, sorry, I didn't. no, you, you, you nailed it. I'm not saying like you did anything wrong. You nailed it. Like if I knew the timeline of when fucking Ben flips out and blows up the Jedi temple and shit and runs off to Snoke, uh, it might make it a little easier right to kind of figure out um oh shit let's see i mean rise of wasn't it called the rise of kylo ren or some shit that comic book yeah i think i was, was about to say we know what happens to the last three yeah from that comic book star wars the rise of kylo, kylo ren um when does this he take kills place? all three of them right yep yep from what i remember um In like a real emo, you don't understand me kind of way. Yeah, you know, that's kind of his his bag. That's that's his MO as a villain. All right, this is 28 years, okay, before or after the Battle of Yavin. And Hosnian Prime gets blown up 34 years. So this is six years before The Force Awakens is when this takes place. Okay? Okay. So shit there's about maybe 20 years or so from this point in and and that's an estimate nobody jumped my ass if i'm off on the math i'm bad at math but about 20 years from this moment in ahsoka until that happens right right um ish excuse me um so yeah i don't know man it's interesting there's a lot of th- like, there's a lot of questions that are, and obviously it's stuff that, you know, will eventually, they'll eventually reveal and tell us about. But, you know, depending on if it's in books and comics, that shit could get overridden real quick. They decide to make a show or a movie set in that time period. How many years was Luke on Octo? <sighs> so we don't really know, I guess, right? Because. If that happened 28 years after the Battle of Yavin, so did he leave wherever his Jedi training temple was and immediately go to Octo? Or did he did he have to look around for Octo first for a little while? Yeah. So we're talking a minimum of six years on Octo okay. or maximum. Maximum of six years. If he woke up in that rubble and was like, well, fuck me, I guess. Let me put my hand on R2-D2 in this real fucking cool flashback scene and then book it to Octo. If he went immediately, then he was there about six years. Okay. So, all right. Uh, We've got an email from Alan. Hey, guys. Love your podcast. Been listening to you for over two years now. One of, if not the best Star Wars podcast out there on the internets. Sorry, Aww. I haven't shared. Thanks, buddy. Sorry, I haven't shared words of encouragement earlier. Friday mornings are always the best. Waiting for your newest episode to post. Just listen oh, to episode four seventeen about Ahsoka episode six. Great stuff. It was upon my second viewing of number six when I noticed that the night troopers loading up those night sister night sister caskets. Very cool and very interesting. 
Like, are you thinking what I'm thinking? That there's another connection to the sequel trilogy? Read my words. This is my theory, and I don't think it's... A, oh, boy. We're in for a Snoke theory here, Will. Here you go. Okay. One of those caskets holds a body to help create the entity we know as Snoke. Yes, you read that correctly. Imagine Thrawn eventually getting back to the GFFA. The I guess that's a fancy acronym. The galaxy far, far away. Damn, you nailed it. Quick, Will, too. Good. Meeting up with Hemlock from the Bad Batch and Sheev on that Wayland Mountain. Uh, I don't have any insights on him potential story beats but based on what moff gideon said at the end of season three of mando with his cloning attempts to unsuccessfully include the force this could be a potential clue as to how snoke presumably presumably a strand cast became force agile maybe the missing ingredient in the strand cast cloning to get a forced agile being is to include some night sister dark magic that mr thrawn loves so much Wow, can you imagine an episode from season two of Ahsoka including a reveal of a pissed-off Snoke emerging from a cloning canister with Sheev, Thrawn, and the Night Sisters looking on with pride at their cloning achievement? There has to be ooze and chunks spewing from Snoke's skull and Hemlock, the toady is, attempts to dantedly wipe up the skull sputum, just like the proud papa with a new baby, and ends up getting the Snoke chunks all over his Imperial badge? Does my Snoke theory suck or what? Thanks for reading. Keep on podcasting. You guys are awesome. Sincerely, Alan. So, buddy, I don't think you're... you're um, I wouldn't go as far as to say your Snoke theory necessarily sucks. I They've been hinting at Snoke shit and Palpatine shit ever since, like, Mandalorian Season 2, right? And in that, and in some ways, Mandalorian season one, they're slowly moving in that direction. I mean, how many? Is times? that? Do you think Filoni and Favreau are like, look, we're gonna put a, we're gonna tie together these Snoke and Palpatine threads, and we're gonna put a bow on that whole Snoke Palpatine thing? Well, I mean, I don't even think it's. Yes, yeah, I, I think they're they're working towards the sequel trilogy because. Even before the first season of Mandalorian came out, they said, you're slowly going to see what leads to the First Order in the sequel trilogy in these shows. Like, they said that in interviews and stuff, right? Yeah, I remember that. And we've seen stuff that looks real close to Snoke's and fucking uh, tubes and shit in this show already, or in these shows already. Now, I don't think Palpatine is actually around around right now. Like, I don't think he immediately, and anybody that's read any of the books, if you want to straighten up this part of the timeline, feel free. But I think it was it was a process to get Palpatine's spirit in a body, which clearly didn't go super well. So I don't think Palpatine is ne necessarily just hanging out on Exegol. My know. question is, who is it appearing to? Who is Palpatine's disembodied spirit appearing to to guide him towards making... A force-sensitive clone body. Those motherfuckers on Exegol. Those cult members. Oh, right. Those, those Sith Eternals. The whole planet. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I do think... I don't know... I would honestly be very surprised if Snoke shows up as an actual character in any of the Mandoverse stuff. I think it will be one of those things where they just sort of continuously 
move towards that and do little hints and stuff. You know what I mean? I don't think it needs to necessarily. I don't know. I don't know, though, because Snoke was clearly around for a while causing problems, right? right. Like, even... Um, General uh, Leia knows who he is. Even General... Like, General is like, it was Snoke. So does... Um, uh, what's his name? Han Solo. Han Solo. What's his name? Um, yeah, even he mentions it, right? And in that rise of kylo ren comic another thing to keep in mind is um when kylo ren sees snoke for the first time after leaving after destroying the temple and leaving he's like i can't believe what what master skywalker or luke did to you right so we know at some point um luke met snoke yeah and fucked him up made him all doo-doo faced and all fucked up and depleted you know um, but another thing to keep in mind, that's comic book. They have clearly shown that if they need to fuck around and maybe ignore some shit on a comic book or a, a book, they're going to do it. Do um, you think we will see the Luke Snoke showdown in, at some point in any media? <sighs> yes. I don't know that it's going to be crazy. I really don't necessarily know that it's going to be um, like in a show or a movie, but they're going to somebody sometime they're going to be like, all right, well, I guess we should tell that that story. You know what I mean? I wonder if Luke shows up in the movie and that's one of his encounters in the movie. I mean, there are. At the very least, I, I, I do feel like you're on to something. I think at the very least, we're going to see Luke again, and it's going to be in the, you know, the Dave Filoni movie. Um, I really believe that. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Because another question is, we're still fairly far from the sequel trilogy at this point, timeline-wise. That's a lot of ground to cover. Mm. I don't know, buddy. Because you got to figure, like, it's not like Thrawn gets back to the galaxy and just immediately starts a new war, right? I'm assuming he's going to have to gather what remnants of the Imperial remnant are around, you know? And. Yeah. I don't know, buddy. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Um, but I do think they'll continue to hint and work little Snoke shit in there for the, the sequel trilogy folks. But I don't think we'll be seeing like a resurrected Palpatine in any of these shows. Um, all right. So we've got an email from our buddy Sam. Howdy, Halls and Will. Wow. What a week of Star Wars. I wanted to quickly ask you fellas something. Did you happen to see the small shrimp or fish-like creatures in the Purgle graveyard? I did, yeah. Maybe that's what the Purgle need their baleen for. Space krill. Anyways, keep up the great work. That... And here's to another week of speculating about the finale. Have a great one. Buddy, I missed that. There were little, little other space creatures in there. Yeah, when Ahsoka is just pondering her orb, like in their hiding <laughs> in the graveyard. Who up late pondering um, they orb? Uh, you can see little 
little stuff flitting and floating around in there. They're like little, yeah, they're like, I don't know, space larva or something. Not larva, oh, but like probably krill. fish. They're kind of like fish okay. or something. But I was wondering, um, it, yeah, it would be cool if that was what the space whales needed their baleen for and it would exist on a world that they came from. But I also was wondering how cyclical and kind of Star Wars would be if that was like, if that was the form of space whale children. If somehow. Oh, those little guys were little baby space whales? Baby space whales. And like they live in and around the graveyard world and they hide in the dead bones or are somehow spawned from the dead bones. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's very Star Warsy. I was thinking. That is, and um, I got to go check that out. I meant to rewatch the episode today before we recorded, but uh, didn't. yeah, I caught that. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, I totally missed that. Um, so, you know, our buddy, you talk, Dougie, he sent me a message um, a couple weeks ago after we had the Baleen discussion. He was like, you didn't know yeah. that's what they're called. I was like, no, I didn't. He was like, yeah, it's super cool. And then he let me know um, that baleen is basically made out of fingernails, like the same yeah. material your fingernails are made out of. It's so, called keratin. Keratin, that's right. Nothing to do with carrots, huh? Um, no. The K E R. The so you're telling me a whale's teeth are just really big, long fingernails? Yeah, fingernail bristles. Oof. That's kind of gnarly. They grow out of their mouth. It's like when you look in the Guinness Book of World Records and you see that motherfucker with the longest fingernails. And he's always got that one super curly one. You know what I'm talking yeah. about, Will? Yeah. The man just yeah. let it grow and one of them got super yeah. curly. That's gross. I don't care. It's super gross. I don't care how many fucking episodes of Ripley's Believe It or Not you get on with doo doo ass Dean Kane. It ain't worth it. <laughs> Them gross it ass on the internet, I'll see the the guy that was like, oh, this guy in India decided to hold his hand in the air, you know, fifty years ago and left it there. And I was looking at, it, I was like, but is it the? Is it there? I mean, I know his hands up there, but like that thing is shriveled. That like. Is it, can we even really call it a hand anymore at this point? It's kind it's of more like <laughs> where the hand used to be is just this vertical attachment. Right. Yeah. All right. Let's check out. Uh, oh, we got a voicemail from our buddy, Josh Wright. Hello there, Haas and Will. Uh, this is your internet pal, Josh Wright. Hope you guys are doing well. Congrats on the giant bags of apples, Haas. Oh, I my God. hope you're having fun with those. Um, man, oh man, I just love this Ahsoka series. It's just a blast. This last episode was, um, just fun from beginning to end. Um, we got some great space whale action. We got some great lightsaber action. We got to see more of Ezra's, uh, cute little Koopa Troopa buddies. Um, just a blast. So I think the next episode... We're gonna our our characters are all gonna take a shot at heading back to Star Wars Galaxy 1.0. But it occurred to me while I was watching the show that not all of them may make it back. 
Um, I think we can safely assume some characters are going to make it back, Ahsoka and Thrawn. Um, but I have a list of five characters, and I would like to ask you guys um, if you think they're going to make it back or not. All right. So here we go. Character number one. Is he going to make it back? Balin Skull. I say no. I say no. Oh, is it a percent? Like, uh, no, I think he's just, uh, do they or okay. do they not make it back? I say okay, no. all right. Character number two, Morgan Elsbeth. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Character number three, Shin Hadi. I think that's her name. Yes. Yes. I think she makes it back. Character number four, Enoch, the weird-ass stormtrooper. Um, no. Oh, yeah. I think your mid-level boss, your uh, mini-boss red shirt. Yeah, because, yeah, they got to... I think, I think he might not make it back. Ahsoka's got to ice somebody to get to throne. Mm-hmm. Or try to get And number five, Huyang, the old ass robot. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. All right. I thanks, guys. Thank yeah, I don't even know if it's necessarily die, right? It might just be like, will they get left behind? I think Huyang. I see. I think Huyang makes it. Like, <clears throat> I do think Huyang serves an important role in this show and a potential second season. So I think he would. The only one. Two, rather, that I don't think make it back are Balin. I think Balin, there's a good chance that he just gets left behind, right? Um, and I do think Enoch could bite it, and that's fine with me. You know, I'll be honest with you, Will. I think the, um, the you know, the fucked up stormtroopers with their patched up armor and stuff, I think they're awesome. It's a great visual you know, just one of those slight twists on stuff we're familiar with, you know, that I think works. Yeah. I think Enoch's helmet's kind of goofy. Oh, yeah? I like it. It doesn't do it for me. Just the, a face, a gold face. I don't know. Not my yeah, favorite. It's very, it's very Roman or Greek. Yeah. Um, don't really spend a lot of time thinking about the, the Holy Roman Empire myself. <laughs> yeah. Um. I can't say that I don't, but I will say that I heard voices, you know, I heard trooper voices, you know, when they were executing their attack, mm -hmm. the gunship attack. And it made me, it made me question whether they were zombies or not. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's still up for debate. Um, you know, I mean, those bad bitches were chanting Thrawn when he first showed up too. So, yeah. They can true. Do, they can do this some is true. stuff. All righty. Let's see. Who's up next? It's the, oh, speak of the devil. It's hey, Utah. Utah. Dougie. Dougie. Um, my kids call those little creatures in Ahsoka Ewoks. Kind of like Ewoks. That is all. Dougie. <coughs> Dougie, Love that's it. pretty good. That is pretty that's good. That's what they're called now. <laughs> Until forevermore San Gianados. <laughs> forevermore San Gianados. Uh, until Lucasfilm gets off their ass and puts out like the source book that gives them some 
inadequate name to replace E-Rocks. That what we're calling them. That's what we're calling them here at Blue Harvest. Yep. yep. That's a... You got... Yeah, those kids might need to start... You might need to start looking into getting them a uh, job at Lucasfilm, buddy. Uh, I think they have big things ahead of them. I bet kind of those thing. little hermit crab E-Rocks serve a wicked fireside tea and crumpets. Whew. Uh, who knows what that tea does to you, bro? They live in rocks. You might <laughs> they got see the fancy God. hobbit hobbit vests and and pants. Mm -hmm. You never, buddy. You, you never know. You might go to the world between worlds. You drink too much of that tea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we've got one from Nick G. He says, "Dear Halls and Will, I'm curious what your favorite Jedi moments were in Episode Seven. Was it?" Ahsoka connecting with Sabine through the Force, Sabine receiving Ahsoka's message, Ahsoka taking Anakin's training from memories, Ahsoka dropping in on Balin, Sabine using her lightsaber are my personal favorite, Ezra def defending the Nori people with the Force. Uh, yeah, I uh, Nick, Nick, I believe you mean Ewoks. Yeah. Um, Ezra using the Force was my favorite Jedi moment in the last five years. A Jedi uses the Force say. defense never to attack. Yeah. Ezra's Jedi Kung Fu, my, by far my favorite force power Jedi thing this episode. I was I have been waiting for that for a long time. Since uh Chirrut, Chirrut's character in Rogue, Rogue One. One. Yeah. I kind of thought I, he would do some of that. But uh um he says, a Jedi uses the force for defense, never to attack, and there Ezra was defending the Ewoks and all their little ones without a lightsaber. Thanks for the pun, fun podcast. Much love, Nick G. P.S. I'm so glad that the WGA got a good deal. All the best to Steele, who turned me on to the Blue Harvest podcast. Hope we hear from him again soon. All the best, Nick G. Well, I think uh, we, we just got one more of those deals to make, and then... I think we'll be hearing from our buddy Steele, if I had to guess. If I had to guess. Um, my favorite Jedi moment was uh, Ahsoka fucking... Because damn, does she love to jump out of a face uh, spaceship, bro. Like, that is her but thing. She will jump to and from a spaceship. Granted, Anakin probably taught her that nonsense. But yeah, man. Like... Oh, Battle of uh, Battle of Mandalore, Siege of Mandalore. I'm jumping out of a spaceship. This episode, jumping out of a spaceship. The was the very end where she jumps out of the star destroyer. The um, that, when she gets away after Order sixty six. Um. Yeah, yeah, it is. When her, uh, you're right about that. I forgot about that. Um, I will say this though. The effect of her hitting the ground and hitting the like hit the ground and tumble, not the sick, strongest. not the strongest. Oh, you didn't like that? I like I like the concept. I think uh, the special effect was bad. Like, real oh, you bad. didn't like the yeah? Okay, it looked real bad. Is what I'm saying. I like that she did it. I'm just saying the actual special effect looked real bad. Um, I liked her doing that and then fighting against Balin and then. Uh, you know, who Yang bringing the ship and that's, that's, that was definitely my jam. So lightsaber Jedi wise, this episode, although right. I really liked the Ezra stuff too. <clears throat> All right. 
We got one last email, and then we'll call it a night. This is from Jeff. Halls and Will. Long-time listener, first time writing in. I love your podcast. Whether you know it or not, you guys are my best Star Wars friends. This is my favorite listen every week, and I enjoy the expanded Blue Harvest universe in all forms. If any listeners are not partaking in the Patreon content, Twitch streams, or High Potion Pod, it's a must to get the full experience. The Twitch stream with the boys is like an extra pod with the whole crew. Damn, buddy. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Yeah, right. It. What a ringing endorsement. Thank Enough you. of that shit. Let's get to my question slash thoughts. In the latest episode of Ahsoka with Anakin training holovids, do you think that Ahsoka would have passed that along to Luke? Just like, here's the hot fire training your dad gave me. Please use this to remember the best of him. I'd like to think that Luke also got the highlight reel from Clone Wars of Anakin that was peddled around in Star Wars chain emails. Or maybe pirated from Star Wars LimeWire through R2. Is this Gear 6? Oh, <laughs> my man brought in a deep cut stream meme. Stream meme. JP, buddy. I hear, I see you. Um, all right. Um, I mean, we kind of talked about it. I hope she did share that with Luke, right? Like... You know, Luke hears all this shit about, oh man, when I met your father, he was already one of the best starfighters in the pa uh, galaxy, and he was a cunning warrior and a good friend and all this shit, right? And it's clear, after seeing Clone Wars and stuff, that like, Anakin Skywalker was known, right? Um, known as a badass. Yeah. A um, Billy badass. And then, you know, by the time Luke is on the scene, he's like, wait. This guy's my dad? This evil-ass motherfucker? This mean guy? Mm-mm. So I do hope he got to see, you know, even regardless of whether it's, whether he got to talk to Force Ghost Anakin, right, or not, I hope he got to see those hollow vids. Um, just to see, like, at his height, good guy, height, good guy Anakin. You know what I mean? Like... Anakin, hero of the Clone Wars, Anakin. Mm -hmm. So, I hope so. It, and believe you me, that'll get addressed one way or the other. That lady, I hope, you know how she's like, yeah, I've got a bunch of these. And she opens up her little cassette holder. You remember cassette holders? You get in somebody's car and they got that zip, 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 zip thing that had a bunch of cassettes in it. Yeah, And be like, oh, wow, it's all Jim Croce. Fuck me, I guess. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> um, you know, they, she says she's got a bunch of those that he recorded a bunch of them for when they got Hayden in to record this one. I hope they made him record them all. And from now until the end of star Wars time, any, any time they need to sprinkle in a little Hayden, a little Anakin back to the vault. Guess what we found? It could be a star Wars story set a thousand years in the future. And somebody finds a little fucking hologram disc that's one of Anakin Skywalker's trainings. Training videos. If they didn't, and anybody listening to this works for you know Lucasfilm or in any capacity, uh, if you want to pass that on, maybe throw me a couple of bucks for such a good idea. You know, get Hayden back on the volume. You know, I think uh, I think you got. I'm setting you guys up for success in the future. Because nobody's going to ever think it's corny. 
or in bad taste to do that in the future. Because we all agree on everything about Star Wars. We are very level-headed, fucking easy to get Open-minded and tolerant. Tolerant fandom, man. Wow, what a tolerant fandom we have here. (laughs) All kinds of theories welcome here. Buddy, speaking of theory, you know what? Never mind. We're going to end it here tonight, buddy. That's it. That's (laughs) You (laughs) know Anyways, guys, uh, thanks for hanging out. Next week is the last episode of Ahsoka. It'll end uh, Star Wars season for this year. You know, I'm sure we'll have shit to talk about here and there. Um, but uh, I'm excited to see it, how, how it all shakes out. Um, I, I legitimately think, like, there's no way they keep Thrawn from returning to the Star Wars galaxy. Like what's the point otherwise right so how that all happens and the fallout from all that will be interesting to see over the next couple of years um so listen leave us a review if you haven't already please we appreciate everybody that already has um check out stoned cobra if you like our theme song they're the band that provided the music you can find them on itunes spotify and at stonedcobra.bandcamp.com and check out High Potion with me and Steve. If you want the full, you know how they got this Mando verse, right? If you want the full Blue Harvest verse, you got to listen to Blue Harvest. You got to check out High Potion and maybe check a, a stream every now and then. Like Jay, like Jeff was saying, you got to get the whole experience. Is this gear six? All right, buddy. I think I'm done. How about you? <laughs> I think so too. All right, man. Well, we'll see you guys next week for the Ahsoka finale. Until then, this has been Blue Harvest, and I'm Halls Burkhart. And I'm Will Witten. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with all of you. May the Force be with us. <laughs> <laughs>